Down Syndrome Queensland are the peak body for intellectual disability in Queensland. We drive change, support inclusion and are on a quest for equality so that people with intellectual disabilities can take their rightful place as valuable members of the community. Down Syndrome Queensland also provides practical and emotional support, comfort and opportunities to people with intellectual disability, their families and support networks, particularly in regional areas. DSQ supports an inclusive environment for people with an intellectual disability, which allows them to live their best lives. We believe it is important to respect the rights of parents to choose the development path that is best for their loved one. DSQ is here to support them along the way. To find out more about how you can help, to volunteer or to support the work of Down Syndrome Queensland, go to downsyndrome.org.au forward slash QLD. We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional custodians of the land we are on today. We acknowledge and pay respect to all elders past, present and emerging. The Now in the Future podcast is an exciting way of sharing members' stories of opportunities, challenges and provide support and expert advice for Down Syndrome community. Down Syndrome Queensland's vision is to support, advocate for empower people with Down Syndrome to take their rightful places as valuable and contributing members of their community both now into the future. Welcome to today's episode of Now and the Future podcast. This is a takeover. What's a takeover? I am taking over the Now and the Future podcast and asking DSQ staff questions about a topic that is important to people with Down syndrome. That sounds like fun. What should we talk about? Let's talk about relationships. Awesome, let's do that. My name is Olivia and I am 22 years old. I'm about to turn 23 next Sunday and I love basketball. Today, I will be joined by Yuka and Isabel from Down Syndrome Queensland to talk about relationships. This is an important topic for people with an intellectual disability as all people have the right to relationships in all their forms. Welcome, Isabel and Yika. Would you like to tell us a bit more about yourselves? That would be great. Thanks, Olivia. Um, My name is Isabel. Um, I'm part of the support services team here at Down Syndrome Queensland. I've been working in this role since the beginning of the year, um, so about seven months now. Um, I am married um, with three children um, and I love working at Down Syndrome Queensland. And my name's Yuka and I've been working at Down Syndrome Queensland for nearly eight years now. Um, and I've been supporting our youth and adults and their support network for a really long time um, to be able to um, support everybody um, in the community. Um, I am also married and have a three-year-old daughter and she keeps me very busy at the moment. Um, And I'm really excited to be here with Isabel and Olivia today. What is a relationship? That's a great question, Olivia. 
Um, a relationship is the way in which two people are connected. Um, and there are lots of different ways that people can be connected. Um, some of those different ways could be through your family. Um, it could be the friends that you're connected with um, in your work community. So your colleagues and the people that you work with. Um, people in your community as well, so people you see out in the shops um, or out when you're doing your day-to-day -day life um, and also some professionals that might be involved in your life, so people like support workers or guardians or things like that. Why are relationships important? Well, Olivia, relationships are really important because they make us feel happy and connected. It's great to have someone to talk to and share our lives and experiences with. Relationships are also a really good um, source of love and support. Relationships also teach us some really important skills like how to care for one another and be respectful of each other. And good relationships can contribute to a long and healthy life, particularly when we're happy, um, you know, being in a relationship with someone. So I guess there are people out there, Isabel and Olivia, where, you know, they might have a lot of different relationships but there might also be some people in the community where they may not have a lot of relationships with people. So they might not have a lot of family members or friends um, or people that might be able to support them. Yeah, Yuka, I can imagine that would have an effect on people's mental health that would make them feel quite sad. Um, are there ways that you can think of um, for people who don't have a lot of connections um, where they can maybe do different activities or what are some strategies that people could use um, to develop more relationships, whether that be friendships um, or community um, connections? So yeah, Isabel, I think there's a lot of different ways that people can um, develop new relationships. So I guess the first thing would be to look at some of the things that you really enjoy um, and try and pursue some of those things in the community. So for example, if you are someone that really likes scrapbooking, you could maybe join your local art group. Or if you, um, you know, are a big fan of gardening, maybe you could volunteer at your local nursery. Um, and there's a lot of different things um, that people can do to just, you know, find opportunities where they're able to meet new people on a regular basis um, and start to build some of those relationships. And you'll find that as time goes on, um, you know, that kind of love and support that we talked about before um, about why relationships are important to people and their lives, that will start to naturally happen. It's really important, I think, when you are wanting to develop relationships um, to really put yourself out there. And I know that feels uncomfortable. Um, I know from my own personal life experiences, we move around a lot. So we've had to make friends in new places quite often. And it's really hard um, to put yourself out there and to meet new people. Um, but the only way that you're going to meet new people is to try different things and um, Yuka gave some great examples. One that I can think of as well um, is I really enjoy reading. Um, so, you know, joining a book club, um, whether that be at my library um, or a bookshop or something like that, um, that might be a really nice way to get to know people um, and make some new connections that can, you know, become friendships um, in the longer term. And Isabella, if there is one person, you know, you talked about feeling a little bit nervous about maybe connecting into a new group or meeting new people, if there is that one person, whether it be a family member or a friend or a support worker or someone that you trust, you know, maybe you could take them along with you to that first um, meeting or, 
or group activity, um, just so that, you know, you can get the support that you need, um, you know, if it is, if you are feeling a little bit nervous. That's a really good idea. Having someone, a friendly face can often make things that are a little bit harder, a little bit easier. Um, when you're trying something new, that's an awesome idea. So how would we interact with people who we are friends with? Well, with people that we're friends with, we'd do things perhaps like doing high fives or shaking hands, um, saying hello and goodbye. And I guess if we're really good friends with someone, we might give them a hug. How do you, how would you interact with your friends, Olivia? I don't really um, see my friends that much, but um, with the friends that I do see, um, I usually give them like good, um, like really good, like a high five, sometimes a little bit of a hug. Yeah, that's always really nice. Yeah, if you see them really often, they'd be like your close friends, wouldn't they? So yeah. it'd be cool to give them hugs. Now, Yuka, I wanted to talk to you about a situation that I have. I've got a friend who's um, really always wants to hug me when she sees me, and I'm just not really a huggy person. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, Isabel, I think that's a really tricky one because I know that she's probably a good friend of yours, but how do you tell someone that you don't want to be hugged, particularly when she's your friend? Um, but I think it's important to know, Isabel, that you have the right to say that you don't want to be hugged. Um, and to let her know that too, because I guess as a friend to you, again, um, you know, it's important in relationships, whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship, to be open and honest as well. So if there is something that someone, whether it be a friend or a family member or support worker, it's important to let them know if there are things that you don't like um, and if there are, and also for the other person too, it's also good to make sure that the other person is agreeing to you giving them a hug or a kiss or a high five or whatever it might be. Yeah, that's a really important point. Um, we shouldn't really go in for a hug or even a high five um, without, you know, perhaps asking um, if that's something that the other person would like because everyone's got their own preferences um, as to how they would like to be greeted or how they would like to be treated in a friendship. And we should check with that person before we go in for that hug, even though that's something that perhaps we really enjoy it might not be something that they'll enjoy. I guess as well, you know, when our feelings start to change about people and we sort of move from that friendship to that romantic relationship, the way that we're going to interact with people changes as well. So how do we know when we might be liking someone more than a friend? So, Olivia, I guess the feelings that we might be getting when we might be starting to like someone could be those butterflies in your tummy and feeling a bit fluttery. You might also really look forward to seeing that person because you want to see them all the time and spend heaps of time with them. Your body language might change as well. So you might get a little bit giggly and you might want to sit closer to them and I guess you might go a little bit red in the face because you're a little bit nervous around them. So there's some of the things where, you know, I guess you might start to think, oh, I might like this person and might want to be in a romantic relationship with them. Some other feelings we might have when we are starting to like someone more than a friend, Isabel might be some of those sexy thoughts and sexy feelings towards someone. And they're, you know, very normal to have. But I guess we wouldn't, we would kind of keep those thoughts and feelings to ourselves um, until we um, find out how the other 
person feels about being in a romantic relationship with us um, and then having those conversations when we are in a romantic relationship around what the other person feels comfortable with as well. How long do we have to be friends with someone before we can be in a romantic relationship with them? (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, I think you can't really be in a romantic relationship with someone until you've really gotten to know them. So, you know, you're not going to be boyfriend and girlfriend with someone in an afternoon. I think if we sort of come on a little bit too strong, we can scare people away. So even though we might really like them, if we go in too quickly and too strong, um, they might be a little bit scared by how intense we are. Um, Can I share a story about that, Isabel? Yeah, of course. So when I was in high school, it must have been about grade 10, there was a, a boy that came up to me and I didn't even know him and he came up to me and he said, I really like you, Yuka. Like, would you be my girlfriend? And I said to him, I don't know you and I don't even know what your name is. Um, so I said to him in a really, you know, respectful way, um, I think it would be best that we were friends first and I got to know you a little bit better. So um, we kind of left it at that. But, um, yeah, we just became friends and nothing sort of came out of that. Yuka, I think you're talking about something really important there um, when you talk about respect. Um I think that's something that we need to really think about um, and be aware of, I guess, when we are um, in a romantic relationship with someone um, or in just any friendship um, in general, we need to be respectful of other people. Your story, Yuka, reminded me as well of um, my own story of um, being in high school and being in a romantic relationship. Um, my um, One of my high school boyfriends was someone that I had known um, since primary school, so we had a long friendship um, and we had known each other over many, many years um, and it wasn't till sort of later on um, when we got a bit older um, that we decided that we, you know, felt differently about each other and, and really wanted to be in a romantic relationship um, and that basis of, you know, that friendship that we had developed over all those years um, really was good for our relationship um, and made that really strong. How do we start a romantic relationship with someone? What do you reckon, Olivia? What would be something we'd do first? Ask them. Yeah. I think a good starting point, Olivia, would probably be to ask the person if they want to be in a romantic relationship with us. Um, And I guess if they say no, um, we can't be in a romantic relationship with someone if they haven't given us permission to because they obviously don't feel the same way um, and we can continue to be friends if they want to if we want to continue to be friends though I guess we don't want to continue asking them to be our boyfriend or our girlfriend and it's not really okay to call someone our boyfriend or our girlfriend if they haven't agreed to it or given us permission that we're in a romantic relationship with them so Isabel I think we should do a little bit of a role play about saying no to someone if they ask us to be our boyfriend or girlfriend. That sounds cool. Um, All right, I'll ask. Hey, Yuka, we've known each other now for a long time and I think I have some of those feelings with the butterflies in my tummy and some of those things we've talked about before. Would you like to be my girlfriend? Look, Isabel, thank you so much for being so open with me, but... You know, I don't, I'm really sorry, but I don't really feel the same way. So is it okay if we just continue being friends? 
Yeah, that'd be great. I really value your friendship. If they do say yes to you asking them to be their boyfriend and girlfriend, it's then official. So you're now in a romantic relationship with someone. How do we know if we are not in love with someone anymore? Yeah, Olivia, that's a really tricky question, isn't it? I mean, feelings change and people change all the time. You know, I'm not the same person that I was back when I was at high school um, and I'm not the same person that I'm going to be, um, you know, in 10 years' time. And, and it's natural um, for feelings to change and for you to no longer want to be in a romantic relationship with someone who perhaps you had really strong feelings for before. And look, you don't need to stay in a romantic relationship with someone if you don't love them anymore. That's perfectly fine um, to tell someone that you would like to end your romantic relationship. But you do need to be respectful and you do need to be kind um, when letting the person know um, that you don't want to be in a relationship with them anymore. You know, their feelings may be hurt and they may not feel the same as you. Um, and, you know, they may not want to be your friend anymore. Sometimes when your feelings get hurt, you don't really want to continue being friends with someone. And this is really normal and something that we need to expect um, when we're ending a romantic relationship. You know, sometimes you will become friends again in the future, um, but that doesn't always happen. Um, and you need to be okay with that when you're ending the relationship. Now, we really need to say at this point as well that you shouldn't be in a romantic relationship with someone who hurts your feelings or hurts you. For example, if someone is violent towards you. If this is happening to you, please speak to someone you trust or contact us at Down Syndrome Queensland if you do need to talk to someone about this. Who can we talk about our romantic relationships? I guess the first person that you should probably talk to in a romantic relationship if you've got any questions or concerns would be your partner first. Um, because it's important to be respectful and have um, an open and honest um, communication in, in your relationship. If you still have questions or any concerns, I guess the next best people would be to talk to people like your parents or your family members or your siblings or really um, your friends or anyone that you trust. So they could be your support workers or, um, you know, people that you know really well. What we'll do is we'll include some more links in the show notes, but if you really have any more questions or wanted to talk to somebody about, um, you know, getting more information about getting some support in romantic relationships, you could call us here at Down Syndrome Queensland and we can link you in with some information and support as well. Thank you, Isabel and Yuko, for that helpful information. And if you do have any questions or whatever we talked about today, Make sure you go to Dance and Drum Queensland and they will help you out. This is Olivia Hargwater signing out. This episode concludes this season of the Now and the Future podcast by Down Syndrome Queensland. We would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has been involved in this production, particularly our producer Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. We look forward to releasing our next season of the podcast in a few weeks' time, where we will continue to discuss a range of topics relating to the Down syndrome community. You have been listening to the Now and the Future podcast. For more information about this episode and many other topics relate to Down syndrome, please visit the Down syndrome Queensland website at downsyndrome.org.au slash QRD.
Down syndrome, Queensland, supporting people with Down syndrome now and into the future.